Greed is a huge problem in our country. Did you know the fastest growing segment in commercial real estate is storage facilities? 32% of people who have two car garages cannot park both vehicles in them because of all the other stuff. Welcome to the Parable Podcast. Thanks for joining Family Life on air host, Randy Snavely, as he digs into the story lessons taught by the world's greatest teacher, Jesus. In this episode, it's part two of Guardian of the Galaxy, taken from chapter 12 of the Gospel of Luke. Now the man in this parable did nothing unethical or illegal to obtain his wealth. He's rich and there's nothing wrong with that. But clearly he did not heed Jesus' warning to guard against all kinds of greed. He had no sentries posted. His reaction to becoming rich tells us he had no guardrails set up to prevent a wreck. Once again, Jesus uses something the people were familiar with as a background for his story. Farming. This man must have had the mother of all bumper crops. He was blown away by how rich he had suddenly become. And greed took over. Nine times in verses 16 through 19, he uses the words, I and my. And one other time, he uses the word, you, to refer to himself. As soon as he became wealthy, the only thing that concerned him was me, myself, and I. You know, if you think about it, greed is something that is taught to us when we are young. I remember playing the game of life as a kid, and then I played it with my kids. The winner of that game is not the person who finishes first. No, it's the person who ends up with the most money. Monopoly's the same way. So is the game of risk and several others. That mindset is drilled into us at an early age, and it continues as we become adults. Many of us look at the amount of money a job will pay as the only factor in whether or not we'll take the job. No wonder we need to have sentries in our lives. No wonder Jesus said, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. According to the Bible, greed makes us unclean. Mark 7 verses 21 through 23 states, For from within, out of men's hearts come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and make a man unclean. Romans 1.29 says, The godless have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. And Ephesians 5.3 warns us that there should not even be a hint of greed among us. Why? Because these are improper for God's holy people. Jesus' warning to us about greed is a valid one. Greed is a huge problem in our country. Did you know the fastest growing segment in commercial real estate is storage facilities? 32% of people who have two car garages cannot park both vehicles in them because of all the other stuff. 
of all the children in the world, 3.7% live in the U.S. Only 3.7%. Yet they have nearly half of all the books and toys. Well, there are many more statistics I could share, but I think you get the point. We have a problem with wanting more. The rich man's greed in this parable led him to become extremely selfish. He decided to tear down his barns and build bigger ones. Why? So he could keep the entire crop for himself. He had no desire whatsoever to share his abundance with anybody else. He reminds me of another tightwad who was asked to give to a particular charity. A volunteer said, our records show that despite your wealth, you've never given to our charity. The miser replied, do your records show that I have an elderly mother who was left with nothing when my father died? Do your records show that I have a disabled brother who is unable to work? Do your records show that my sister is widowed with three small children and can barely make ends meet? Uh, no, sir, replied the embarrassed volunteer. Our records don't show us any of that. We had no idea. To which the selfish grouch said, I don't give to any of them, so why should I give anything to you? Oh, again, let me say the issue is not about possessions. It's not about whether we are rich or poor. The issue is your focus. If it's on self all the time, then we will not be able to do what Hebrews 13, 16 tells us to do. Do not neglect to do well and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Greed prevents us from obeying the second greatest commandment, to love our neighbor as ourself. listening to the parable podcast from family life today's episode the guardian of the galaxy part two it's taken from luke 12 verses 15 through 21 This man's greed not only made him selfish, it has also turned him into a hedonist. He decided to run after pleasure like nothing else in life mattered. He developed a goal to grab all the gusto he could, to eat, drink, and be merry. And God said to him, you fool, tonight you're going to die. Then who's going to get all your wealth? Right before he died, Alexander the Great told the people around him, Make sure my hands are sticking out of my shroud so everyone can see they are empty. Even the man who had conquered the whole world understood in the end, you can't take it with you. Now, verse 21 in this chapter uses a phrase not found anywhere else in the Bible. Jesus says, this is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. What does rich toward God mean? Well, the verse pretty much gives us the meaning by using contrasting ideas. Being rich toward God is the opposite of collecting earthly treasures for yourself. We are made for God, not for things. 
John Piper said, being rich toward God is your heart recognizing that God is where my true riches are found. I use my earthly riches to show how much I value God. That's not what this rich farmer did. He used his earthly riches to show how much he valued himself and no one else. Quoting Mr. Piper again, he said the rich farmer, instead of saying, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. He should have said, God, this is all yours. You made my fields prosper, and you made me. Show me how I can express with my riches that you are my treasure. Christmas 2001. 1,000 specially invited guests are seated on coach buses, transporting them to a secret location. They arrive to a splendidly decorated ballroom, find their seats, and sit down to a sumptuous meal prepared by chefs from Sydney's Regent and ANA Hotels. A beautiful salad of prawns and mangoes, traditional roast turkey and ham with stuffing and vegetables, and to top it off, traditional Christmas pudding with a gourmet custard. Guests will be treated to complimentary gifts and an evening of entertainment. Who are these 1,000 specially invited guests? They are homeless people from the streets of Sydney. They've been invited by Jeff Gambin, a former restaurant owner. In 1993, Gambin and his wife set up the organization Just Enough Faith. And every night, Gambin and his team of volunteers prepare and distribute meals to Sydney's homeless. They also provide them with housing, employment, rehabilitation, and counseling. In the nine years they've been running, Jeff Gambin and his wife have spent two and a half million dollars of their own money and plan to continue until it runs out. And at Christmas, they treat the homeless to a celebration normally reserved for the rich and the celebrity. Gambin knows he will exhaust all his resources and receive nothing material in return. Yet he says... It is easily the most gratifying thing I have ever done in my life. Do not neglect to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. You know what will happen with an attitude and a mindset like that? The guardian of the galaxy, along with his sentries, will show up and create a fortress around your mind and soul, encouraging and blessing you all along your life's journey. This has been the Parable Podcast with Randy Snavely. Click the subscribe button so you'll know when new episodes are released. And be sure to check out Family Life's other original podcasts, including If That Makes Sense, Therese Talk, and Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Your partnership makes podcasts like this possible. Find out more at familylife.org.